Depression is a motherfucker. But there is help out there. I urge you that if you are depressed and have thoughts of suicide, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. And if that's not there, I'd also like to support the Trevor Foundation. You can find them at trevorfoundation.org. This is Nicholas Dye from Nowhere, California and the Ectopod. Remember, there is help out there, and you are not alone. You are now entering Nowhere, California. If you love what you hear, you can find us on your favorite podcast search engines and subscribe. And also, if you don't mind, leave us a like or a review. And if hearing us is not enough, you can always get your Nowhere, California fix by going to NowhereCalifornia.com. And you can send your thoughts, ideas, or some random bullshit to our email, which is Nowhere underscore California at Yahoo.com. Don't forget, we are Nowhere, California. Ideas from everywhere, voices from nowhere, since 2011. This is Josh. This is Nick. And welcome to Nowhere, California. God, it has been a minute. It has been a minute for you. Uh, Lately, it's been lost episodes. Yeah. It's been uh, some video video game episodes with Doug. My quarantine and other burning sensations. (laughs) Nasty. Yeah. Uh, I've had my my little quarantine bit, too. Yeah, we'll, we'll dive into that in a moment. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's the new year. Finally getting you back behind the mic. Yeah, it's it's good to be back. I You know, it's it. I've had my own traumas and stuff that have been going on this year. Yeah, uh, I think it, it's been about, a, I'd say, three weeks now since I posted my quarantine (laughs) my attempt at uh entertaining myself at the behest of our listeners (laughs) yeah yeah so you know what screw it let's dive into your uh brush with covid (laughs) i guess that'd be the best way to oh i dub it i thought we were i thought we were talking about because i turned 45 and and i feel so old now i Uh, that's that's therapy session for you okay yeah Oh, yeah, COVID, yeah, yeah. COVID. <laughs> no, no, no talking about great people. Okay, yet. okay, uh, COVID, yeah, that's right, that's the important thing gripping the world right now. Um, so, <clears throat> we had, uh, we've been kind of going with the flow, everybody's been masking, staying at the house, all the stuff, and all of a sudden I get a call while I'm at work uh, from my ex who says, hey, uh, I tested positive for COVID, Ellie was with me on Monday, Ellie's my daughter, and... Uh, so there was an overlap there. Um, yeah. I immediately had to go home, had to stay at home. And how did you go to your bosses on that? One? Uh, well, okay. So at the time we were set up uh, working in what's called a multi-purpose room, basically yeah. a gym or your gymnasium or your your cafeteria for any anybody who works in school districts or remembers, you know, uh, uh, high school and junior high. Yeah. Um, so we were pretty spread out at that point, anyways. I hadn't had direct contact with anybody, so I just called my boss up and I said, hey, uh, I just got a very disturbing phone call about this. Here's what's going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, be breathing. <laughs> and they said, uh, "They said, well, okay, so they kept referring to it as indirect contact. And I said, how is it indirect contact? If my daughter was next to her, my daughter sleeps with me, and they kept saying things like, well, then your daughter needs a quarantine. I'm like, she's five. There's... <laughs> What do you want me to do? Here's the here's a case of, a, yeah. yeah, here's a case of beer and pork rinds, kid. Watch yeah. the TV. Here's a paddle ball. Yeah, I'll be back later. <laughs> um, so they they finally like granted everything and said, okay, go 
stay home with your kid for the 14 days or until you come back with a, a negative result. <clears throat> so we had to set up through the county. Um, here in California, we went through San Bernardino County, went over to uh, Victor Valley College, and they just did the gentle swab. The, I got to admit that we did the uh, Victor Valley College yeah. one, too, and they were on the ball. Like We had our results the next day. Yeah, we had ours within a couple of days just because there was a pretty sizable number of people it was who probably were still going. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they, they have you pull in to park your car, and you sit, and they wait until somebody says, okay, your group can come in. And there's maybe 15 of us that go in, stay six feet apart, go and do the swab and all that stuff. So the one that we did was like a very, very thin. Um, do the Q-tip. Yeah, basically. it's like a Q-tip, but it's super thin, and you just take it and you put it maybe an inch and a half into and your nostril and just swirl it around on each side. Most I did was sneeze. Yeah. The alternative was the one where they the put their boot on your head and shove a Q-tip <laughs> through the back of your skull and swab somebody else's nose. I had to have Kim help me with mine. Yeah. That's... Because my hands started getting real shaky. I was just like, oh, God. Did you have to do the deep one? No. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I have a long history with, like, my nose yeah. is very, I wouldn't say sensitive, but just, like, as soon as they sh showed what we need to do, I was yeah. like, good, not a brain tap there, but still my brain's like, no, fuck that. Yeah, no. That's not cocaine. I don't want it up there. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it was, if it ain't the booger sugar, I don't want it. But uh, <clears throat> he doesn't do coke, folks. I'm sorry. Meth. Um, that's a whole different. If I can't talk about my gray pubes, you can't talk about your meth addiction, okay? okay. Another story. Another, another day. Um, <clears throat> but it was really easy. I got my, my results back pretty quick. And um, I guess there's there's three out there right now. It's the, the one that's minimally invasive inside the nostril, then the other one where they scrape brain matter, and then rub it on the back of your throat just for yeah. good measure. I've heard some reports that there's an anal test now. Oh, Jesus. I feel like that's... <laughs> good God. Of course there is. Of course there is. Why wouldn't there be? Luckily, it didn't say anything on there like, 100% pot. That's the purest cells you can find if you really want to know. No, thanks. I'll just spit in this little cup. Yeah, I'll wait. Because that's the third one is they also have the little spit test now um, where they take a saliva sample. I guess it's not as reliable. But mm. see, they, they had encouraged us to wait until the end of the week anyway. Yeah. Um, because then there was no chance of it throwing a pol uh, false positive or um, false negative. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, because if you do it within the first couple of days of contracting, there is a potential For that it will show up negative. Um, or it will show up negative and you actually will, you know, uh, a couple of days later test positive. So um, we waited it out, did our test, and got our results back pretty quick. Yeah. So Like kind of your phone call to your boss. I had to do that when I got my positive results. I got the results and I was thinking, like, do I go out of my room? Or, and I was like, screw it. Called the house phone. My mom answered. And I was like, um... If you can't tell, I'm talking to you on the phone while I'm still inside the house. Mm -hmm. I have my results, and she's like, Sh she didn't go shit, but she was just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Batting down the hatches, here yeah. we go. Yeah, but I think that's about it on. It is. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, the, the... You had a second little brush, but the, luckily that was swatched with an Yeah, it was, it was pretty... Um, yeah, they've been sending us notifications right off the bat. My the, the, the organization that I work for has yeah. been very good about... If you have any kind of contact, I'll let you know right off the bat. Oh, yeah. Um, we get texts at my organization. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have run into a few that have abused the, the leave. Yeah. You know, oh, I, I think I have it. And so they'll take the 14 days off paid. And now they're starting to eliminate that. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's... Well, it's like that meme I saw where the guy talking about, yeah, I was in charge of temperature check at work today. Girl walked up. 
I scanned her before I can even tell her the temperature. She's like, oh, I'm 100 degrees. Oh, God, I got to go home. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's pretty good because we've had people that have called our organization and said, hi, um, listen, I, I've done the test. I don't have my results back yet. I'm running a low-grade fever, and I have a little bit of a runny nose and a sore throat, but I feel okay. Should I still keep my appointment? No. Go stay home. Stay the fuck home. <laughs> stay home. I don't care. Just stay home. So, um, I, you know, I think more than anything else, it's just th this whole pandemic has really, <laughs> really highlighted how stupid people can be. <laughs> um, That's another day, another time. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and just, you know, like we've been saying it from day one, people mask up, please. Yeah. Well, just, well, well if, just you, if you listen to my uh, quarantine episode, I, I do a little raging against the yeah. anti-maskers. At one point, I told them to take a long, hard look in the mirror and then slam their head into the mirror several <laughs> times. You know, we, we had a local group that decided to march on uh, your organization over in yeah. Apple Valley. Yeah, I was like, come to mind. Yeah, and that was, and to me, I was like, okay, um, there are certain counties within the state of California that feel like they are not going to enforce laws or anything that states that they have to have the masks up. Yeah. Um, otherwise, they'd be doing that constantly. So, um, I was like, yeah, but it's still trespassing. No yep. shirt, no shoes. And they include a mask on that. No service. Yeah. It's if not you public don't property. Leave, you're not allowed to come in. Yeah, yeah. You are not allowed to come in. So, I, I really hoped that they would have from a what, sheriff's presence on hand. For, they did. Good. And uh, from what it sounded like, it was just, there was like a couple people that showed up and were basically intimidated to not do it. <laughs> We've dealt with that particular person yeah. um, at my organization. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> She is, she's just one of those people that likes to stir the pot. Um, it's very much like that meme that I posted. That's all what, they are. What anti-maskers think they look like, you know, and it's Mel Gibson running with the American flag and the Patriot. Yeah. And then what they actually, you know, what, what they actually are is Veruca Salt throwing a temper tantrum. Yeah. Just put a mask on. It's not that hard. You can take it off and you get back in the car. You yeah. Know? And so. if it's that hard, then yeah. don't leave your house. <laughs> So There's yeah, enough, you can DoorDash, you can you can have uh, Instacart, you can do whatever and have it delivered. Oh, I, I I utilized all the fast food apps during my time. Dude, <laughs> Jeff Bezos. I mean, I offered to drop stuff off on the doorstep too, but it was like Jeff Bezos made so much more money this year because of Amazon and people oh, yeah, delivering yeah. stuff. So, but enough of but that. Anyway, that's, that's enough. Let's of that. get back to the good stuff. Yes. And uh, as we alluded to my uh, quarantine episode. It was half quarantine and then half my favorite movies of 2020. Mm -hmm. And there was one movie I was I've been dying to talk to you about yes. for the longest time when we finally can. We're talking about Bill and Ted Face the Music. Oh. I I just handed off uh, Nick his belated Christmas birthday Groundhog's Day present. Yep, it's my Rufus pin that is uh, proudly displayed on my "Be Excellent to Each Other" shirt. It, as soon as I saw this pin online, I knew I had to have it. But also to the site where I got it from has a lot of I guess pun intended excellent Bill and Ted merch they do um, they actually have quite a few um, pop culture other, things going on uh, other Highlander IP and stuff yep Highlander's but, on there and stuff but the, but they do have some amazing Bill and Ted pens toys uh, shirts, posters prints. shirts yeah all kinds of stuff and it's incendium.com it's I-N-C-E-N D-I-U-M and, and what I should have said is it's not dot com it's incendium dot online um i know it's it's kind of a new thing so um it, it, again it's i n c e n d i u m dot online and they have everything from it. yeah they have everything from like heavy metal joe satriani who's a guitar player i mean it's a lot of pop culture stuff the 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 bill and ted stuff they have 
both action figures from Excellent Adventure as well as Bogus uh, Journey. They have a phone booth. Uh, they got the phone booth. Uh, they have Rufus. They have. I mean, there's a ton of yeah. stuff that's in there. When I first came across the site, it was a random thing on Facebook. I've been finding a lot of good like random ads on Facebook. Like when we get a chance to talk about LovedAgainMedia.com. That's going to be a whole other episode. I'm looking forward to that, and I will I will be jumping in on that as well. So hopefully I'll have my own input that I can yeah, put in Yeah, exactly. On. And then also, too, have you seen the pizza cupcakes? <laughs> oh, COVID. Yeah. But these <laughs> You've given things, us some interesting fat foods. <laughs> these look damn good. <laughs> what? Okay, so is it a... Is it a cupcake that tastes like a pizza? Or is it a pizza that's covered in cupcakes? I mean... It's like a... I really don't know how to describe it, honestly. <laughs> It's like it's like a little like small pizza with all the stuff in it. We'll we'll have to okay. Discuss it. Uh, okay. I'll show you the video off uh, off mic, and you'll probably be like oh, I'm never gonna so lose weight. Yeah, <laughs> so stay tuned for our interesting finds online. Oh yeah, during the time of COVID. But in loving food in the time. What, of what COVID. was the start of it? And then as soon as I saw the Rufus pin, I was like, you can't have too many Carlin things. <laughs> no, and it, like on the back of this one, they have set A is uh, Bill and Ted themselves. Set B are the princesses. Then there's Rufus, the Wild Stallions logo, and then the phone booth. Yeah. So, um, and they're, and that, I mean, they're high quality. They're amazing. And uh, I'm, I'm really happy about this and one. So. To go from high quality amazing to high quality amazing, we're going to discuss Face of Music. And right before we even dive into this movie, I'm going to flat out say that, honestly, Bill and Ted, the Bill and Ted saga is a perfect trilogy. I wasn't sure how they were going to manage to tie this all up and make it cohesive yeah but holy crap did they ever they did um it was it was fantastic it um it was just something that that i was well they've been alluding to it for years yeah and, and by the by the time you get to the end of it it is just so touching and such a unifying film oh and that i was really sad that this yeah i was really sad this didn't get a theatrical release but it it, it was a perfect release because of the bullshit that was last year yes yeah, absolutely. I would agree and with that. Kind to kind of to dive into what led into the movie. Like for years, Alex Winters and Keanu Reeves and the producers have been kind of toying with the idea of a third movie, but just one reason or another, it just kind of never happened. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, we get the video of Alex and Keanu at the Hollywood Bowl, if I remember correctly. Yes, it was. And they're like, "It's a go. We're, we're doing this." <laughs> Yep, um, it was, so So basically, what started out as a sketch comedy thing between two guys, Chris Matheson, Ed Solomon, and I believe we'd said that there, it was, was, a third, third there was a third person involved, but, but the people but who, he moved on. Yeah, who claimed the, the you know intellectual property of Bill and Ted from the get-go were the writers, Chris Matheson and Ed Solomon, and they've written all three films, yeah. and they got together with the guys, and they said the only way we'd come back and do this is, is if we could find an interesting story, and so... Basically, the synopsis of this is 25 years later, still they floundering. still haven't written a song that was going to unite the, you know, unite and, the planet. And the way we get to them first <clears throat> is basically them being the wedding band for <laughs> another marriage for Missy. So, <laughs> to complete the Missy... Banging uh, trilogy, the entire family. Yeah, both families. Banging both families trilogy. We start off uh, in the first film, and she's marrying Bill's dad. Yeah. And they're joking, like Ted's joking with Bill. You remember when we asked her to go to prom? And, uh, you know, shut up, Ted. <laughs> and in the second film, it's shut up, Bill, because she's divorced 
she's divorced uh, Mr. Preston and is now married to Officer Logan. Yeah. And um, by the time we get around to this movie, she's divorced Officer Logan and is married Deacon. Ted's <laughs> little brother. Officer Logan's son. <laughs> the one who got Napoleon lost at the bowling alley. Yeah. And ditched him at, uh, you know, in, in San Dimas. So um, you see them kind of kissy face and all that yeah. stuff. And it, it this was really just... obnoxiously kissy face, too. <laughs> it's where, just like, so the, funny. The fans of the movies <clears throat> will sit there watching going, oh, my God, this is so fucking hilarious, but so wrong. Yeah, <laughs> and it was her and, you know. Uh, uh, forget his name. He's from Saturday Night Live. I, I can't, you know, let me, I'll have to pull him up here. But, uh, yeah, I, I was like, okay, that's definitely not Deacon from, you know, the original were, movies. from the original films or anything like that. But uh, it was... Um, Beck Bennett. Yes. He's freaking hilarious on yeah. Saturday Night Live. And he was a good choice to be the Deacon for this one. Yeah, absolutely. And they tried to get as many people back, you know, like how Landon Jr. came back as, as Ted's father. Yeah. Again, still like, well, you give it up. You didn't travel time. You and didn't that, go to hell. That was a good arc with them. It was a fantastic arc with them. And because then after the... Uh, wedding performance where they're doing the throat scene and yeah. theremin. They bust out the theremin. When he got the theremin out, I was like, oh my god. And he almost smashed the theremin yeah. in a true rock and roll fashion. Yeah, he's uh, rocking the hell out of that thing. He goes to him afterwards and tells him, like, you guys never traveled through time. Yeah. Stop you never that. died. Get over it. But, you know, like, our, our boys are in peril. They, yeah. uh, the, the next scene has them going to couples therapy and, um, which is funny because they both wind up in couples therapy together. Yeah, initially the why the princess is wanting them solo, but mm -hmm. the chorus Bill and Ted have to be together. Yep, and the uh, in, again in true fashion with the with the trilogy of films, you know, we start off with two princesses, and by the time we got the bogus journey, it was two different princesses, and now, you know, it's the two different uh, actresses playing the, yeah. the, in this one. And uh, this one we get uh, we get uh, Aaron Hayes and uh, <laughs> this is kind of funny. Uh, Aaron Hayes and Jamie Mays. Oh wow. <laughs> yep, I know. Very interesting. But uh, Aaron Aaron Hayes plays Elizabeth, uh, which is Ted's wife. And uh, Jamie Mays if if you haven't if you don't know who she is, she was on Glee. Um, she was the one that was married to the uh, the Glee band teacher. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, or engaged to him, you know, and yeah. all that stuff. So, um, cute little redhead, I might add. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, so this introduces possibly my favorite duo in the film, which is uh, Samara Weaving uh, playing Thea. Yeah. Uh, and and then you have Bridget Lindy uh, uh, Payne playing Billy. Yeah. And they're. Uh, Respect, you know, respectfully, both the uh, the the guys' kids. Yeah, but but the thing is, Thea is Bill's kid. Yes, Thea. Bill named his kid after Ted. So yeah. Her name's uh, Theodora is yeah. her actual name, and then Wilhelmina is the name of Billy. Billy. Yeah. Yeah. So um, which is was really cool. Like it it didn't make it seem like obnoxious that the two friends did that. It no. was like no, they're best friends. They're going to do this. So you know they have their and they're these. They they immediately set them up as these music lovers. You know, you yeah. open the garage and it looks a lot like the music lovers and students of music, big time students of music. Like they knew everything about everything as yeah. far as music was concerned, and they were both the spitting image of Bill and, and Ted as far as their Perfect attitude casting. and their whole yeah, the whole the whole like whoa you know the, and all the that girl stuff playing and, Billy, yes, like if I remember correctly, she hadn't really done anything before this, and this was a perfect. First role. Yes. And um, she was um, such a phenomenal mirror. And, and if you watch them, they're almost opposites of their dads. 
Oh, yeah. So, like, Thea is more like Bill. And, yeah, even though they look like, you know, their, their respective fathers, they, they've all, you know, just kind of takes on this encompassing um, feeling of, you know, passing on that whole wild stallion oh, sort yeah. of feeling. Um, then, of course, you got Kristen Shaw. <laughs> playing Kelly. Yeah, playing Kelly. Rufus's daughter. Rufus's daughter. Which, if to the unaware, the fact that she's named Kelly is honoring Rufus, honoring George Carlin by naming her after George's, George's real actual daughter. daughter. Um, so, yeah, they, they went ahead with that, and she was so much, so much Kristen Shaw. It was, a, you know, if you don't know her from anything else, you'll know her as soon as you recognize her face. Soon as you oh, see yeah, her face, soon you hear her voice. As soon as you hear her voice. Louise from Bob's Louise Burger. Louise from Bob's Burger. Yeah. Um, she's so, so funny. It's a funny thing, like, me and Kim have been watching a lot of stand-up mm-hmm. lately, and we've watched, um... Some of Kristen's stand-up and mm-hmm. Eugene Merman's stand-up, and I'm still... I, I, it's probably somewhere online. Somebody's probably done it. I want to see animated Louise or animated Gene doing their stand-up. Oh, that would be fun. Oh, yeah. That would be so much fun. What he's referring to is the voice of Gene and the, and the voice of Louise. Uh, the voice of Gene does his own little stand-up skit, and he does bring Kristen Shaw into the oh, yeah. into the fold on things. So it's pretty funny. Um, William Sadler, of course, we talked about this before, returns his death. He's amazing. He was great in the Yes, yeah, he broke up with the band. <laughs> so he broke up with the band, and he was sued by the band because... He, he tried to take the, the, the Wild Money. Stallion's name, and he was like, it was all about me, and you find out that he was doing these 40 or 45-minute bass solos that only he could play because he's dead, you know? <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> it was, he's like, fame really kind of went to my head, and they, they kind of have a falling out, and uh, you uh, you know, of course, it, it's a throwback to Bogus Journey when you see him uh, right off the bat, he's playing hopscotch, and he's cheating. Yeah. And they're like, is he is he cheating? You know, and you can hear him going best, you know, 74 out of, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And, um, it, it just seems like his streak was broken after the boys. Yeah. He, like just, he, he can't he seem soul. to win a game. Yeah. So, um, you know, of course we get uh, kid cootie in this one. Um, he, you know, plays himself, Dave Grohl's in it. Um, that was interesting because as Christmas caller mm-hmm. comes in and it's revealed, like you guys need to get the song done mm-hmm. now. So she takes the boys back to the future of Sam Demas, where we get to see Rufus. Yes, and he is—he's enshrined in the phone. The original booth, phone booth. The original phone booth. So when it passes by, it's him from his, uh, Excellent Adventure, and it steps out and it says, "Greetings, my excellent friends." And yeah. I just cried. Oh like yeah, a it bitch. was such a cool moment. Um, it was so good to see him. Yeah, and then they go to Rufus's wife. Yes, where um, she was explaining. Like, yeah. hey, dumbasses. She's the great leader now. Yeah. And her, uh, it's, it's the legendary Holland Taylor. Um, she's fantastic in this one. And she um, she says, look, you have until 717 tonight. Two friggin' night to get this song done. And so she gives them all the instruments that they're needing. They're like, get at it. Yeah. And they immediately are like, let's go to the future. And steal from <laughs> and ourselves. steal from ourselves. <laughs> Meanwhile, Christian Shaw's in, you know, San Dimas present time. And uh, Kelly, you know, and she decides to, uh, the, the girls come out and say, hey, do you mind if we take this and we can put together a band that will help our dads, you know? Well, uh, as Bill and Ted go back to steal the music yes. for themselves, uh, <clears throat> Kelly's mom, the grand leader, decides, screw it. Mm-hmm. We need to kill them. That's yes. going to be the reason. That's where we get. <laughs> the, the guy who stole the show. Yes. Uh, it, it's Anthony Kerrigan. 
And um, if you don't know him, he's the one who plays uh, Victor's ass on Gotham. And I can't remember his character's name, but he's on Barry. He, he plays the... Uh, um, he plays the uh, mob leader. That keeps like hiring. Chuck or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Chuck mob leader that keeps hiring Barry to like train his boys and yes, everything. Yes, and he's Freaking so funny. He's so funny, but yeah. he ends up playing... <laughs> Got to get his name right. <laughs> Dennis Caleb McCoy is the name of this. He's initially like this killer, killer android. <laughs> yeah, and he's sent to go kill him. And as Bill and Ted are floating around and everything, yeah, Kelly comes back to present day San Dimas to yes. cut him off at the pass. And then that's when the girls decide, no, we need to get a band together to do this right. Yes, and so when they open the garage door with. Jimi Hendrix, uh, Louis Armstrong, Louis Armstrong, Mozart, Mozart um, yeah, Grug, I, I think her name's Grug or Grud, a drummer girl, woman. Yes, uh, played by Patty Ann Miller. Um, um, Grom, Grom is her name. And then um, I'm trying to remember the the flautist from China. Ancient China. Yes, she's uh, it's uh, Sharon Gee. She plays uh, Ling Lu. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, she's. Um, She's got the whole band together, and she's standing there, and the door opens up, and he just fires off and kills everybody. Then you start to see a little crack in the system yeah. on him. Yeah, and he's like, oh, no. Oh, no. Bad oh. things, I did bad things, you know. And <laughs> yeah. You see him start to kind of, you know, show uh, emotions and like, whoops, I failed, I failed, and so. And this leads for, one, for the guy, is Bill and Ted, to go into the furthest future, if I remember correctly, where they run into, or not really run into, they go visit the older Bill and Ted in a old yes. folks' home. Um, they they work their way through. They go a couple of years ahead, and then three years ahead, and then like five years ahead, yeah. and then they finally the first time they find themselves at a dive bar open mic night. Yeah, open mic night, and their wives have left them. And second round, yeah. they find them in this huge mansion where <laughs> they've been successful and everything as they think. And they have these British accents. Hey, baby, you know. But then it's quickly revealed that they're squatting in. In Dave, Dave Grohl's house. house. And then that leads them to go to prison. Right. Um, <laughs> You've seen that in the trailers and everything where they're just muscle bound. Yes. Yeah, so they end up going to prison, which is the next stop along the line. But however, that's also where Ted's dad and the SWAT van get killed. Yeah. And somehow the SWAT van ends up in hell. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then it jumps to them in prison. The android shows up there. Um, and to which the muscle-bound Bill and Ted beat the piss out of the... And we see the more. They're like, you know what happens if he kills them? Then we die, too. And so you get to see them... You Crack know, even more. Yeah, they're, and they're, they're making a big joke because the music they're playing in prison, they're like, that wasn't music. Yeah. Like, that, that was a song? Yes, it was a song. <laughs> and so the android at one point, after he's getting stomped, instead of like, you know, that all you got, he goes, that wasn't music. And they just keep stomping <laughs> the piss out of them. Yeah. So they take off. They go to the future even further. And uh, it's them in a retirement home. Yeah. And uh, they're like, here, here's the USB drive that has the song, the song on it, and it says, you know, Preston Logan mm -hmm. on it. And, and then, uh, but that's when, what's the Android's name again? Oh, <laughs> fuck. Sorry, Danny. No, uh, Dennis. Dennis. It's such a throwaway name too. <laughs> I know. At the retirement home, that's where they finally run into Dennis, and he's about to kill him. Yeah. They have the song, but he reveals mistakes were made mistakes were made yeah. and reveals that he vaporized 
their daughters. I lasered your daughters, and uh, they're like, "What?" That's what he says. I lasered your daughters. Yeah, <laughs> Kim's over there laughing. He literally said that. Yeah. Not a smart android. He's a killing machine. So it, it, he realizes like, oh, they have this song. erotic fu- killing machine. By he, the way. he fucked up, so he has to kill himself. Yeah, so he's gonna kill himself, and they grab onto him, and so when he blows up, they blow up too, and go to hell, and go to hell, and that's where we get the personality of Mr. Dennis Caleb McCoy, and he realizes, oh, I have a name. Yeah. <laughs> My name's Dennis, Dennis McCoy, and he walks along. Actually, the full name is Dennis Caleb, and they're like, okay, let's go. And he just becomes this running joke of he wants to be involved, and he feels so bad, yeah. and nobody wants him to do anything. But the real kicker of that whole evolution, and the yeah. whole evolution of this movie is brilliantly done, is when they run into Kelly, and he introduces himself to Kelly, and she's like, my mom named you after my ex-boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, will you get out of here? And she's yelling. She's yelling at her mom because they have a phone that they can communicate from any dimension. And, and she's yelling at her mother. Did it work, mom? Did it work? Do you kill Bill and Ted? They're here now, too. Did it work? Of course it did. Yeah. You know? It's like, I tried to tell you. Um, and this is where we get with death. Yeah. And the mending offenses. <laughs> yes, they uh, they kind of bury the hatchet with the help of the girls. Uh, the girls are like, look, you put out these solo albums, and they're like, we love this. And he's like, really? The critics slammed that. You know, do you think it was, they said it was worse than this. And they're like, eh, in parts it was, but these bars from this song, you know, like tears on a on an ivory face or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was one of the weird songs. Uh, you know, they're like, it was just, it was a masterpiece and they show off their musical knowledge, yeah. which brings, you know, the guys back together. And, all and this uh, elevates us, honestly, because there's a lot of stuff we haven't discussed here because oh yeah, there's, you have to watch this fucking movie, but as we lead into the end, yeah, we'll give you the spoilers. On this stuff. is a flat out spoiler alert yeah. on the ending because it is a brilliant fucking ending. It is so poetically wonderful and as as a parent when you when you see this you go oh hold that thought until we get to that point yeah, though too sorry. yeah no 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 need to be sorry <laughs> yeah and it, it's just uh I mean, it's just tremendous you know and it, it, it when they're leaving hell is one of my favorite things too is dennis is sitting there and uh, death goes let's rock <laughs> and Dennis Lynn's forward and starts talking to death and he's like you know when, when you said let's you rock. said let's rock I really, yeah, I really felt it that. because yeah. I, I really felt like rocking and death goes yeah uh, you can't you can't actually rock you can't just jump in and rock you know you, like you, just you, rock. you have to you have to do some stuff and you can't just jump in and do it you know so when they come out and they're they come out of hell and they're in sandy and their time's unraveling and, and this is where one of the key points is revealed yes. MP47 MP46. 46. Yeah, MP46. Yeah, MP46 was like a milepost 46. But as you're going through the movie, when they first revealed the MP46, you're thinking like, it's like MP3 player? What the fuck are you talking about? And we also find out that Kid Cootie is an astrophysics uh, genius. Yeah. Like master genius. Like he knows all this stuff. And so that was, I actually got a big kick out of that when both the girls, when uh, Thea and Billy were like waxing intellectual with yeah. him for just a second and he starts going off on these like no it's more of this, this yeah. it's not really you know this like this ribbon it's more of this and you know yeah. <laughs> it's funny to watch uh he actually he did a really good job in that but we find out that mp46 is this portion of highway and they're stuck in gridlock traffic as people are trying to escape the city and the pyramids and the, are showing yeah, up and, and the eiffel tower is going to shit everything's unraveling before them and they're like 
this is where we have to do it. This is the point. This is this is what we have to do. And this it builds this crescendo. At first, the guys are like, "What the? What are we supposed to play?" Mm-hmm. And they have the broken um, the, the flash drive. Yeah, flash drive that has. But it, and it finally clicks. It's not them. Yeah. It, it's the girls. It's the girls. Yeah. And it that, says Preston Logan, but it doesn't say Bill and Ted. You know, it says Preston. And I'm Logan. getting goosebumps just thinking I know. about this reveal because uh, I'm going to let you go into your parents' yeah. side of it because I don't have a kid. <laughs> but to me, <laughs> there's the silent knuckle bump from the two people who don't have to change diapers. Yeah. To me, like as I said before, this is a perfect trilogy because it was never about Bill and Ted uniting. They just needed to get the world to the point they are with face the music. They right. had to. They had to pass that class. They had to go to heaven and hell. Yeah. So they, they had, had to the stay kids. together. To save the universe, so, so that their so kids could save the universe. could write the song, yeah, that, or you know, create the music, I should say. Yeah, and they said, "We're not. You're not here to give us a band. We're here to be your band." Yeah, and so the kids get up there and they start doing stuff, and they, you know, of course, you got Hendrix and Armstrong, and everybody are fighting with one another. And she says, "Well, no. not really even fighting. They're all doing their own thing." Yeah, but they start arguing between yeah. one another, and then she goes, "Wait, wait, stop! You play like you know, do this. You cover this." And then, and then they do that reference do again in yeah. death, where it's like, the and they <laughs> show they show you know, uh, uh, Grug or whatever. I, <laughs> I always forget her name, but the uh, the, the heavy hitting drummer from uh, twelve thousand BC. Yeah, that they show her what beat they want her to hit, and so she does. She yeah, everything's starting to flow it. in the motion, and, and then the guys start realizing, that, okay, there's something more missing here. Yeah, and then they have to hit the. They got to make an infinity call. Yeah. Which so at the, first they're trying to hit every button for Which her. is cool because he's like, I found Infinity, let's hit it. And the, the girls, the, the princesses step into the, the booth with him and say, hey, you know what? Why don't you hit the Infinity sign? Let's see what happens there. And it doesn't. It takes him to, you know, Kid Cootie explains it to him right before they go in. Hey, look, there, there can be an infinite amount of you in infinite timelines. So here's how you do it. And so they take musical instruments to, to everybody. everybody all over. Even in the, present time. Yeah, all over the timelines. And um, say, hey, you got to play along, and here's the tempo you need to play yeah. along to. This is what's going to help, and gets the entire universe to rock with them. So it's yeah. never about one, you know, like two guys in a band uniting the entire world, but yet at the same time, it's about two guys in a garage in uniting a band the uniting the entire world. And, they, and of course, Bill and Ted get their moment yeah. to just freaking just rock fucking it. rock out. And that's the thing that actually seals everything back up and, you know, does that. So the guys get up there and, you know, lightning is coming down and they're just playing their asses off and it's just pure. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, but, then, you know, like, as, as a parent, for me, what it, what it did was that's the way things are supposed to work. We always want to see our kids do better than what we did. We always want to see them succeed for themselves. To reboot us. Yes. To pull yeah. from James Hunt. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, to, to just go forward into the future and, and do such wonderful things. And when you find out that they weren't the guys to unite everything necessarily, yeah. it was the girls. They, they moment. The In this moment, it was the girls who were the ones that were going to do it. Yeah. And uh, it was. And then that final moment of like, basically where I think it was Billy that says the final lines of everything finally aligned yeah. for this one moment. Yep. That's all it needed to be. And I'll tell you right now what they did at the end of it. And they, they said they were going to do this anyways, which was people got to send in clips of themselves doing air guitar and, and some people in costume and things like that. And, but people, I really just, wish I would have done it. <laughs> I, yeah, me too. Um, but they had 
all these people that were playing like air guitar and stuff like that and Weird Al on the accordion yes I, saw, I spotted him too I was like look at the Weird Al I had two different people playing accordion and Weird Al was one on the left so basically you get people from all over the world there was people from China and Australia and Russia I mean and they really wanted I, they really wanted to drive home that music and unifies. passion and everything unifies. Yeah. And I was just, like, I'm fighting it now. Just choked up by that. Oh, it, it's beautiful. It's, yeah. uh, as cheesy as saying that sounds, it's it's the proper truth. It is. It really is. And it was just, and and that's that's what that was the nail in the coffin for my choice as far as my favorite film of 2020. Yeah. Because I was like, so many people were so divided by fucking politics and economics and everything else that was going on in 2020. And then desperately trying to find some connection and all this stuff and it came from fucking Bill and Ted oh yeah of all people you know and I was like shit yes and it was perfect that it came out early in the year too yeah when when everything was really starting to hit the van yes and, and it was like it, like when we watched it we rented it on uh Video on demand, and we watched it once, and then I took him home, and I watched it again that night. Yeah, and I think it was a forty-eight hour rental. I think I watched it like two more times within the forty-eight hours. See, and I held off until I could really watch it at home without any interruptions and things like that. We had tried a couple of times where we could get together and watch it, but things had just fallen through. I mean, it was a weird last year. Um, starting off a little less weird, but still pretty weird. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless. You know, I finally got it, and I, I just watched all three movies straight through. Um, it took me a little while. I wanted to make sure that I was uninterrupted. I wanted to watch all three of them to have that flow of continuity to see how it felt to me, yeah. you know, and all this stuff. And uh, and it was just, I got to the end of it, and I was like, oh, my God, they did such an amazing job. So, you know, if when you guys get a chance, if you haven't yet, please, oh, please, yeah. please check this out. Just, just for the sheer joy of it. Is it cheesy? Yes. Bill and Ted are always cheesy. But they come from such a place of purity. And that's the thing, too. I think we discussed on the other uh, Bill and Ted episode mm -hmm. that they're such stoner icons, quote unquote. Yeah. But you never see them smoke. And, no, was, and also, too, in Face the Music, it was such a big deal that uh, Ted became a freaking drinker. <laughs> yes, I know. And right? then also, too, how the Ted's would argue with each other. Yeah, they would yell at each other, and you're like, whoa. Yeah, and it's this wasn't the. Happy go lucky, like oh my god, you know. Which I will say, did you notice that uh, what the first number was for <laughs> for infinity? No, sixty nine. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was like, yes, <laughs> so sixty nine, dudes. It was so cool to watch. But you know, before we before we go any further, I want to I want to holler out about <clears throat> holler out, Jesus, holler back, girl. Before we move on, I, I just kind of wanted to uh, take a moment to recognize three people that appeared in this film. Um, do you remember when they're asking directions in hell and the two demons are standing there talking yeah. to them? Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's Ed Solomon and Chris yeah, Matheson, yeah. the the creators. Did you know who the head um, uh, the uh, head technician was in the future? Who was it? Kelly Carlin McCall. His daughter's in it. Yeah, and I was like, oh god. When I saw it in the uh, when I saw it in the credits, I was like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, she's one of the future techniques. George's daughter. Yeah, nice. George's daughter's in it, so it was. Well, we, uh, th she revealed on Twitter that she went in for something with the production, but never yes. put it on wax of like, "Oh, exactly. I'm doing this." Exactly. So, um, and I, the, the other one I kind of want to give a little credit to is uh, Peter Michael. Um, he's the one who actually did the rest of the recording that Rufus does. So yeah. he he. 
imitates Carlin's voice. Oh, he did. Yeah, and he job. did an amazing job. Oh, God. I don't know what they had to do to modulate or if he just sounded. I well, mean, like, was, if you see, like, um, <clears throat> like the best example I can give is uh, the South Park guys doing the voiceover work. Yes. Like, they'll... Sw- they'll screw with tempo and pitch and everything. Right. So there's, one, they're not having to destroy their voices to exactly. get a certain thing every damn time. But there's some actors out there who can nail it without having to do any kind of change or modulation to what they do to, well, like to the, make it match. Like the dude that did the voice of Marty in the Back to the Future video game. Yeah, he was fantastic. Yeah. He was fantastic. Or, you know, we could go Mark Hamill doing Harrison Ford. Yeah. It's spot on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, uh, Peter Michael is his name. And, uh, you know, it's one of the things I, I want to do because we've spoke to so many people at conventions and things that do voiceover work. Oh, and, yeah. You know, all that stuff. And I, I think they need to be shout out a little oh, bit Oh, yeah, more. big time. You know, like that that scene really, you know, got me in the feels because it's it's Carl, it's Georgie. Oh, yeah. And so to see that and to see that tribute and the fact that Kelly was so heavily involved in it and the fact they named her Kelly, it was just so good. good. So I wanted to give credit where credit's due. So good and job, before Peter we, Michael. Before we do wrap it up, too, yeah. um, you watched the... <laughs> credit scene right the post credit scene yeah my blu-ray kept freezing oh shit so, you so seen i it. have not seen it okay so uh, i would love if you would talk me through it so i can go home and watch okay it later. I'll, I'll, we'll watch it as was, soon as we get off my it, oh, we'll it, throw it keeps in. fucking up every time i try to play basically it's old bill and ted in the rest home they both oh. get up and kind of go well let's do this they get up plug up and just freaking riff they just Play. Do they really? They walk out and then they get done and then Bill's like, "Oh God!" It just kind of sits down like, oh, "I shouldn't have done that." <laughs> just, just basically being old guys, but also too kind of like that was fun. <laughs> that was cool. I you know like I, well, well, I'll definitely have to throw it on the. I door, was hoping know. there was going to be something like that and it just wouldn't let me get to it. It kept jumping straight to yeah. the warnings that are written in fifty-seven different languages. Yeah, but no. Um, when we're when we wrap here, I'll definitely throw it on for you. That's so you can cool. See it. I think it would have been cool too if they would have. It just would have been at the end where they finally they pass. Yeah. And it shows them going up to heaven, you know, station, and you yeah. see Rufus and everybody oh, God, up there. Been, yeah. Oh, I would have lost my mind. But it was, cool. it was cool, and, like, the makeup and everything was really well done for them. <laughs> Bill's more than anybody else's. Yeah. I was all, holy crap. Actually, uh, when they were in Grohl's house, and they peel off all their stuff, and he's balding, oh. and he's got oh, that God. flap of hair hanging over, I was all, that's so funny. Oh, like, it looks so good. Oh, God. There's so many things about this thing. Uh, highly recommend it. Even if you're not a Bill and Ted fan... To even just go into this one, I think people can just go in blind, honestly. I think you can, too. They cover enough of the history. Um, be, they, they catch you up to speed. Because of, like, one, the unifying message and everything. Yeah. And the parent message. Like, if you have a kid that is creative, even if you're not creative. Oh, yeah, 100%. To be able to go, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, they're, they're quirky little things that they like. Support it. Because you never know who they're going to become. So you never know what they're going to do or the, the odd things that they're going to... Uh, do now that are going to turn into masterpieces and stuff later. So support all of that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. I I think that's about it. That's all I got on this one. Yeah. I I'd agree with you. This I I put this up there with Back to the Future as one of the perfect trilogies. Yeah. And, um. Ever put on film and uh uh. It links perfectly. Yeah. For a guy who watched Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure every single day after school, my my sophomore or my freshman and sophomore year, uh, <laughs> it was. <laughs> It was something that I just watched in VHS over and over and over again. Well, and, uh, yeah, this was, this was a great wrap-up for and that. I think, to, I, I think to allude to some possible coming attractions as we rapidly approach April and the traditional nowhere why mm-hmm. coming, I think we may have to delve into that 
thing we talked about during our initial Bill and Ted episode. Oh, because we have checked out the live action series, and that's yeah. Oh God, I. You but know, until that point, <laughs> you can almost feel it festering under the skin. Yeah. The live action that was just terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So now with all that being said and nothing else to do, I think it's time to wrap it up. This has been Josh. This has been Nick. What? Your shirt. Oh, be excellent to each other. <laughs>